Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And what I'd like to talk to you all about today is, many people are calling for the Sydney property market to do a turnaround. And I'd like to discuss some of these ideas with you. Firstly, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So is there going to be a turnaround in the Sydney property market? A lot of people, after we've had some steep declines and some of the steepest declines in the Sydney property over the last 30 years or 40 years or so now, um, and some people are saying, well, the declines have um, drawn back a bit in the steepness of them, but we are still seeing some small declines. But they're saying that things are going to turn around and we're seeing some of those changes happen in the property markets. Now, I can't say I do see those changes myself, but I will highlight a couple of things that I'm watching and closely monitoring in the Sydney property market so that if we do see a sense that things are going to get better, well, we need to, as investors, start changing our plans and strategies around that. So a couple of key factors that I'd like to discuss with everyone. Firstly, the auction clearance rates, they're showing in the marketplace from domain.com.au and realestate.com.au that they're around the 60% mark. Now, I think they're, in terms of showing that those figures, a couple of things that I'm concerned about when those figures are presented. 60% clearance rates, they're often then um, reduced down each and every week after the auction clearance rates get put out because of those results afterwards. And then not all the results aren't reported at first to the reporting companies that support domain.com.au and realestate.com.au. And we're finding that those, they're, they're saying that they're 62% or 63%. Um, for this weekend, but they're revised down to a figure of you know 50% or even lower. So we've got to be really careful on what has been reported and what is actually the eventual clearance rates that do come out um, in the in the week following the Saturday auction. So be mindful of that. Another key factor when you look at those auction clearance rates, which I've mentioned many times, is the number of auctions is listed at the top, then the number of reported auctions is listed below. And the sales data or the sold data is based on the number of reported auctions, not the number that were actually due to go to auction on that Saturday. And we're finding the difference right now and the number of reported um, right now, as opposed to when we had a frenzied market, be significantly different. We're talking that Right now, we're seeing less than 50% of auctions being unreported by agents to those reporting agencies. I don't know that's a little bit of a twist on reporting, unreporting agencies and so forth, but just to say that again, to highlight that fact is that 50% of the auctions that were due to go to auction on Saturday are not being reported by the agents, by the real estate sales agents to those reporting companies. And that's a big significant amount of data that's not being captured. Um, I really think that you know some of these auction clearance rates are much less than what really is showing up in our papers every um, every Sunday uh, after our Saturday auctions. And really needs to take a close consideration: is this r- the true figures? What is kind of the sentiment that's out there? And 
I know why I went to one particular auction in the inner west of Sydney on Saturday. There was um, probably a number, probably 12, 15 people attending that auction and maybe they were um, neighbours, maybe there was someone like me in, in the area just wanting to have a look and, and inspect what's going on. Now, there was only one bidder on this particular property and it and the property was according to the 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 auctioneer was a, they wanted they're looking for offers around that 1.3 million dollar figure the offer that was put on the table was 1.1 by the only bidder the auction finished in about 3 minutes time there was no frenzied activity there was no a second bidder the auction number didn't raise above that 1.1 million dollar figure it was then passed in or potentially negotiated afterwards so that is one property that you know obviously that was passed in but we've really got to have a note of what is happening in the general market and you know the more of these reported auctions that we have available to us the closer that we can get on actually determining what is really happening some of the other inspections that I went to we're seeing um, you know a lack of interest out there in the marketplace now I went to one property there was eight people eight groups that went through but you can really sense from the agents that uh, in a three-week campaign they really haven't had any significant offers on that particular property um, and it's really shown in the marketplace right now about some of these declines that are happening I think they'll continue to happen. We'll be interested to see some of these auction clearance rates moving forward, especially post-election. You know, there's a lot of people that are sitting back and thinking about, and that sort of leads me to the next point is um, people are, are seeing that things will change post-election. And, you know, there's a definite possibility that that could happen. You know, a lot of people are sitting on their hands at the moment, waiting for things or waiting for the election to happen to see if Liberal stays in, in, in government or Labor takes over. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And if Labor do take over, what, what effect is that going to have or what shock value is going to have on our property market because of all the policies that are putting in place? Now, it, it, that might mean that people actually go out and transact post-election and they know exactly what the policies are going to be and they know how to act. So it could trigger some activity. Um, I'll be really interested to see actually what happens. But on the back of that, with the, the potential to trigger some activity, the only thing I foresee is we've still got tight lending restrictions. I don't know if people, a lot of people are going to be able to get back into the, will get into the market or upgrade their house from one property to another or go out and to invest because of these tight lending restrictions. So it, it doesn't make me think that things are gonna turn around in that aspect either, whether it be the, firstly the auction clearance rates and secondly post-election because of that tight lending. My third point I would like to make is in terms of the unemployment rate. We still see a low unemployment rate around about that 5% around the country. Things are looking pretty good in that aspect of unemployment. But what we're not seeing, even with that low and unemployment level, we're not seeing wage growth happen. And it's an interesting concept when you've got that low unemployment rate and we're not seeing businesses wanting to increase the wages on, for their staff. So is that a factor of the number of sales that they've gone having or the factor of people 
you know, staying at their jobs or not asking for pay rises. You know, what's the factor on, on the, the lack of wage growth? So we have low unemployment. So you would think that the employees would have a be real, you know, well triggered in the marketplace to actually make their moves in, in asking for pay rises. But we've got the other side where you, we've got lack of wage growth and maybe businesses are not wanting to um, increase the wages because they're not getting in any increase to their profits. So really a strong factor of what we've got to think about in terms of unemployment, because we're not seeing that significant wage growth, that is gonna help in terms of spending out in the marketplace and uh, the ability for people to actually um, pay down some of their mortgages on their, on their home loans and you know buy some of these things like luxury cars and holidays and various things that people with confidence do buy. And I've spoken about the whole idea about car sales dropping um, in this, of significant levels uh, in the recent couple of years. Well, where we've seen a situation where people, uh, where, where you know the tighter lending restrictions come back, people are losing that confidence and that sentiment, consumer sentiment in the marketplace right now because of some of these factors that are happening, which include those drops in in the auction clearance rates we've seen over the last couple of years. Now the reports are saying 60%, but I, I really doubt that that is a true, uh, a true number that we can really reflect on because like I said, half of those auctions are not even being reported to domain.com.au or realestate.com.au. Now don't think there will be a whole idea of the election that's gonna bring people some certainty and actually the ability to act, especially on the back of that tight landing. And because we're not seeing this wage growth and we're, we're seeing low unemployment, which is a, a good thing for the country, so people are being employed, but the wage growth's not happening. I wonder why that is. Again, are we relying on a data being reported that's not really a true indication of what's happening in the marketplace? There's a whole idea around, there's a couple of stories in around the marketplace saying about, well, the level of underemployment is, is significant and you know, when it comes to the way that they report the number of unemployed people, but the underemployment is people who really want to go out and get a full-time job, but they're only on either a casual or part-time basis. So that's the difference that happens when all the untold stories when it comes to some of these data reporting. So we need to be really careful. Now in summing up this idea about a turnaround in the Sydney property market, I don't see it. Um, anytime soon. I still have the thought that this calendar year of 2019 is going to see a drop in prices by 10%. We saw a drop in prices in 2018 of 10%. Um, and it'll be interesting to reassess towards the end of the year of what's going to happen for next year. And some of that policy on, on the back of elections might be an idea of where we're going to draw some of our forecasts and opinions on in what's going to happen in 2020. So it'll be interesting to hear all about this. If you'd like to discuss this particular topic about the turnaround in the city property market or your own personal investing circumstances, feel free to give me a call on 0400-332-377. And thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. 
Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.